Well, good morning. It's Tuesday, January 16th. Here's what we're working on. With the frigid temperatures, somebody's happy. The ice wine grape harvest has started in Niagara. Samoans out with them. We'll see if she's happy. Uh, the <laughs> NFL wildcard weekend all complete. Bills and Buccaneers advancing to the divisional round. And Better Call Saul ends its six-season run with zero Emmy wins. The cold one this morning, not as cold as yesterday. Yeah. Not quite. No, yeah. it, it was more, yeah, it wasn't as windy. I don't know. There was yeah, something not, about it's, it. It's not quite as windy. Uh, temperature yeah. right now is minus 11. We were down around <laughs> minus 16 yesterday yeah. Oh, it's so. balmy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, right. what, what a nice change, huh? <laughs> Yay. There is snow falling oh, from yeah. the weather window in the canteen. That cer certainly is. There's light snow falling around. We could get a couple of centimeters before it comes to an end, and it will come to an end a little later on this morning. But it's going to continue to be cold. Cold, cold, cold. Uh, high of minus 8 today and a wind chill of minus 18. So that wind stays strong. However, tonight and tomorrow, the winds are going to be even stronger. The temperature will be colder. So we have risk of frostbite in the forecast overnight tonight and for tomorrow. The overnight uh, low is going to be so cold uh, down around minus 17 that we'll have a wind chill of around minus 29 to 30 overnight tonight. I was kidding with Aaron. Be a great night for your motorcycle ride around midnight. You know, you'll real, really enjoy that. Aaron's one of our editors. Um, so today. Yeah, it's going to be cold. We will see a bit of sunshine, but getting some light snow this morning. Take care on the roads because they'll get a little bit greasy um, because of that snow flurry activity. Uh, we'll talk about the forecast coming up right now. Let's have a look at uh, traffic. Traffic is moving okay. 403 and water down road. If you look closely, you can see right here in the light standard there, the snow that's coming down at the moment. So getting some snow to our MTO traffic cameras. Uh, just give you a few Nikola Tesla Boulevard. No volume there at all. Other side of the Skyway all the way through into Burlington, Oakville, Broadie Road looks good. So so please take it carefully once again and bundle up. It's cold. We'll look at the forecast coming up right now. The news. Okay, but Brian, some people have been looking forward to this cold snap. Those who help make ice wine. Niagara wineries are getting ready to harvest their frozen grapes now that the conditions are just right. About 40 wine students at Niagara College will be taking part in the harvest today, many of them for the first time. The grapes are picked when temperatures drop to minus 8, allowing the grapes to produce a concentrated sweet dessert wine. So Simone Gavros is going to have her first try at uh, mm -hmm. ice wine harvesting mm -hmm. today. All right, let's go to Oakville now because several teenagers are in police custody after an alleged violent robbery at a pharmacy last night. Halton police say the incident has started around 7.30. The pharmacy near West Oak Trails in Bronte Road. The four males allegedly had a handgun and assaulted two female employees during this incident. Employees were left with minor injuries. The teens, they fled in a vehicle after obtaining narcotics and cash. However, police caught up with them and brought their vehicle to a stop near Trafalgar and Dundas. All four were arrested after a brief foot chase. Footage from the scene does show two people being loaded into ambulances. It's unclear if they were involved in the in incident, uh, initial incidents or injured during the pursuit. Three of the males are between the ages of 14 and 16. The fourth is 18. Police say they're now facing several robbery, weapons and driving related charges. 
An Ancaster man has been charged after three security guards were assaulted at Toronto's Scotiabank Arena. It happened just before 10 on Saturday night after the Leafs wrapped up a game with the Colorado Avalanche. The man allegedly became confrontational with security guards who tried to check on his well-being. Police allege the man also assaulted a police officer during his arrest. 37-year-old William Anderson of Ancaster is facing three counts of assault and one of assaulting a peace officer. Alta police are asking for the public's help. Locating a missing Burlington man, 45-year-old O'Neill Ramkissoon, was last seen on Sunday night in the area of Skyview Drive and North Service Road. Police say he's vulnerable and his family is concerned for his well-being, especially given these cold temperatures. Described as 5'6", weighs 180 pounds. He has short black hair, brown eyes. He's believed to be wearing a gray winter coat and gray shoes. If you have information, reach out to police in Halton or Crime Stoppers. The federal government's plan to deal with the housing crisis is expanding to Burlington. Burlington MP Karina Gould, who's on mat leave right now as federal house leader, has announced a $21 million plan to help fast-track 600 new homes over three years in the area. At the same time, Economic Development Minister Philomena Tassi toured a factory that builds steel-framed modular houses in Ancaster. Now, the federal government is spending $2.5 million to support the modular homes, which can be built quickly and affordably. And in Atlantic Canada, the federal and provincial housing ministers have agreed that modular factory produced that area a rapid population increase. Federal Housing Minister Sean Fraser has been promoting a national housing design catalogue, with one chapter devoted entirely to housing in Atlantic Canada. The catalog would feature modernized versions of the thousands of homes that were built after the Second World War. The Ontario government has created a new unit to investigate problems in long-term care homes. The province has earmarked more than $72 million for the investigative team, which has 10 members. They'll have the authority to look into allegations of repeated and ongoing non-compliance, failing to comply with ministry inspectors' orders and other issues. The announcement came as the Ontario government tries to have a class action lawsuit against it decertified. That suit alleges gross negligence in the way COVID-19 was handled in the province's long-term care facilities. Another reminder that 911 calls are for emergencies only. Why do we have to tell you this? Well, because somebody called the 911 in Peel region asking for the phone number of a bank. 911, do you need police, fire, or the ambulance? No, I need the, uh, the bank on um, uh, Westwood Mall phone number. Okay, ma'am? Yes. Do you have a life-threatening emergency right now? No. Okay, 911 is for life-threatening emergencies or major crimes in progress. I do not have the phone number of any banks in the area. Oh, okay. Okay, this is not an appropriate use for 911. There's lots of people who have real emergencies, and now I'm speaking to you. I'm sorry about that. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. So Peel Regional Police shared that recording of the call on X alongside stats on 911 calls. It says its operators get as many as 71,000 calls a month last year. Nearly half of them were hang-ups or misuse. All right, sports line. Quite the scene in Buffalo, where the Bills and Steelers faced off Monday afternoon in their AFC wildcard game that was pushed to Monday because of those whiteout conditions over the weekend. Well, fans, they had to deal with about two feet of snow in the seats, but had the pleasure of watching Josh Allen do this. 
steps up, and he's going to get the first down. Oh, and there he goes. No one's going to get him. Yeah, Allen set a franchise wow. playoff record with that impressive 52-yard <laughs> touchdown, and the snowballs were a-flying. <laughs> Good for the Bills over the Pittsburgh Steelers. And Allen also throws three touchdown passes, including this one to Kali Shakir, who did most of the work, breaking a tackle, taking it 17 yards to the house. Steelers would hang around a little bit, but unable to mount a comeback. Bills off to the divisional round for a fourth straight year, 31-17 the final. They now get to host the champs are here, the champs. Yeah, Camden City going to travel to Orchard Park on Sunday night with a berth in the AFC title game on the line. But they've got to start having some answers on the offensive side of the ball. Second and four. Here's another broken tackle. This is the rookie, Trey Palmer, and he is gone. The other game had uh, much better weather conditions from Tampa, but they dominated the once powerful Philadelphia Eagles. Baker Mayfield tossed three touchdown passes, including that one to Trey Palmer. A little bit later to Chris Godwin. Bucks, they're moving on to Detroit. They dominated the Eagles, who started the season 10-1. But fell in hard times, losing six of their last seven. They're heading home, 32 to nine the final. Final eight, all set in the divisional round this weekend. It's now on the court in Toronto, Celtics and Jason Tatum. And tie things up in the fourth as he would drop 19 points, but add 14 rebounds. Drew Holiday led the way with 22. Toronto. Has now dropped four straight. They fall 10 games below 500 with the 105-96 win to the East leading Celtics. R.J. Barrett had 24 to lead the Raps, who try and stop the bleeding with Miami in town tomorrow. Well, in Minnesota, some NHL history was made for that man right there. That is wild goalie Marc-Andre Fleury. He picked up his 552nd win of his career. He did it in style, too, making 21 saves and shutting out the New York Islanders 5-zip. The win... Moved him past his hero, Patrick Waugh, and into second place in the all-time wins list for goaltenders. Only Marty Berdura sits ahead of him. Chances of him reaching him, unlikely. He sits at 691 with Fleury's career nearing an end. Impressive, though, for a kid who loved the Habs growing up just outside of Ottawa. Going that puck blocked. Cogliano has it in his skates and rolls free. I should have said Fleury grew up outside of Montreal, hence loving the Habs. And speaking of those Habs, Joel Armia scored late in the third on home ice to squeeze past Colorado. Late 4-3, the final, snapping the Habs' three-game winning streak. Cole Caulfield had a goal and a helper to pace Montreal, who halted a four-straight loss. In the old Battle of Quebec, Leafs try and snap their three-game slide tonight in Edmonton to face the Oilers, who were on a 10-game winning streak. Check the time, 6-11. It is the 16th morning of January, and boy, does it feel like January again this morning. Maybe not quite as cold as yesterday morning. However, it is bitterly cold, and we're getting some light snow right now. You can see in the light standard. No problems right here, 403 and uh, Waterdown Road area, but there is a collision coming down the Ancaster Hill. As you go past the link coming down toward Aberdeen, we have a collision there. Right lane, right shoulder block. It is getting really busy because of that particular collision. Let's go to a disabled vehicle on the QEW at the moment. This is the QEW camera at Royal Windsor Drive. So you're looking toward the Ford plant. We have the right lane and a right shoulder block through there. So everybody's got to squeeze over a bit. Back into St. Catharines. There you can see the snow continuing. QEW in 7th, Nikola Tesla Boulevard. 
Here's the 403 junction around Brand Street. Then, of course, there's one of the Oakville cameras with that disabled vehicle. We'll flip ahead to the 427 Gardner QEW combination. Nothing happening as far as traffic is concerned right there. Let's get to our temperatures that we have at the moment. Minus 11 is the temperature. Then you factor in the wind. The wind is southwest at 12, makes it feel like minus 17. And we are getting some light snow at the moment for school today. Uh, we're going to see some sunshine. The flurries will come to an end this morning and we should climb to about minus eight. However, the winds will make it feel like minus 18. Now here's the SatRad picture, satellite and radar on this. There's the snow flurry activity we're getting across the blue areas, as you can see, all the way through the southwestern part of the province into the Horseshoe and up toward Georgian Bay as well. So we have a low pressure system off the east coast, giving us that trough of low pressure across us. We will see some sunshine later on today, but the lake effect machine is going to be in effect once again for the north shore of Lake Erie through Simcoe, Cayuga, Niagara Falls. That's that's where they could get five centimeters today. Minus seven to minus 10 degrees. Hamilton minus eight with that wind chill of minus 18. Bit of sunshine later on, but two to five centimeters for the horseshoe. Tonight, five centimeters, and that's once again the north shore of Lake Erie. But look at these temperatures, minus 16, 17 degrees, minus 18. Wind chills tonight, minus 29 to 30. So risk of frostbite overnight tonight and tomorrow as well. Five to 10 centimeters, particularly north shore of Lake Erie. Those winds are going to stay with us coming off of Lake Erie. And temperatures tomorrow again, cold, bitterly cold temperatures are going to continue. So as you step out the door this morning, uh, uh, we do have some light snow, so be careful, could be slippery. Temperature right now minus 11, wind chill at the moment about minus 17. We'll look at the long range forecast coming up and at 10. You got stuck in those yesterday. I did. I did uh, just outside of Simcoe and it was it was really scary late last night. And then yeah. and then just a few concessions over. Nothing. Nothing, eh? Those little yeah. snow squaws. Morning, Em. Yep. Morning. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Pretty good. Very good. Well, a lot of people were staying in and watching the Emmys uh -huh. last night. It was like award show after award show after well, award show. I'm interested about viewership for the, some of these award shows because the Emmys don't normally land in January. No. It's always September, because yeah. the, but they had to be moved. So, like, with the all these award shows and all the same people winning these awards, like, what's the appetite for viewers? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it is interesting, but we'll talk about a couple of shows that got snubbed, and of course, we'll go through all the winners and losers. Okay, okay. we'll see you in a bit at the couch. Alrighty, coming up after the break, Bank of Canada says, ooh, we are watching our spending, and an unlikely partnership has formed in Canada's energy sector. Coming up on 617 on your Tuesday morning, Canadian dollar is down more than a third of a cent to 74.09 cents US. Gold is down $7.50. Crude oil is up 39 cents to $73.07 a barrel. Checking midday trading in Europe, markets are down across the board. Off to Asia we go. Markets are down in Tokyo and Hong Kong, up slightly in Shanghai. North American markets pretty quiet yesterday because there was no trading. Those, uh, those numbers for the Dow Jones and NASDAQ, those are actually from Friday because they were closed yesterday for Martin Luther King Day. TSX, it was open. It was up uh, 72. Let's see how they do on this Tuesday, January the 16th. The Bank of Canada's latest outlook suggests a lot of Canadians are watching their budgets. 
A Bank of Canada survey shows about 60% of consumers are reducing spending or planning to cut back because they expect higher interest rates and rising inflation. The central bank says weaker demand and renewed competition have slowed down the pace of price increases for businesses, which expect wage growth to remain above average until next year. Edmonton's Capital Power Corporation and Ontario Power Generation, they have announced plans to join together and assess the feasibility of developing small modular nuclear reactors to help people power Alberta's electricity grid. So they say the feasibility assessment will take two years to complete and will include exploring ownership and operating structures for a potential fleet of grid-scale SMRs in Alberta, Capital Power CEO, Avic Day says that nuclear energy is and must be a critical part of the clean energy transition. Conflict in the Red Sea is starting to affect Canadian shippers. Data from the Port of Halifax shows that 57 of the 87 ships set to dock there in the next month will be at least a day late. Some are overscheduled by more than two weeks. An industry research firm says the average price of shipping containers has doubled since the middle of December. That's when Houthi rebels stepped up their attacks on commercial vessels in the Middle East. A toy retailer Mastermind has laid off 272 employees as the company turns over to new ownership. Lawyers for the chain says termination notices have been given to the employees who will not be retained by new owner Unity acquisitions while another 40 temporary employees won't be kept on. Mastermind had about 800 employees before it filed for creditor protection in November and later liquidated 18 stores. Boeing is opening up their factories as it starts preliminary inspections on its 737 MAX 9s. It's going to give airlines more oversight of its facilities and along with additional quality control inspections of its 737 production line, Boeing will also allow airlines into its factories and those of the contractor that builds the MAX 9 fuselage. The U.S. Federal Aviation Administration has grounded the MAX 9 planes after a plug door blew out mid-flight on an Alaska an Alaskan Airlines 737 MAX 9. U.S. National Transportation Safety Board is still investigating that, and Alaska Airlines has started its own preliminary inspections on the 20 MAX 9s that it flies. Well, off to France we go because champagne sales lost some of their pop last year after a few record-breaking years coming out of the COVID lockdowns. A report from Trade Association Commit Champagne finds that total shipments last year from France fell to 299 million bottles. That's a decline of 8.2% compared to 2022. So it marks nearly a return to pre-COVID levels in 2019 when 297.3 million bottles were shipped. So within France, which accounts for Champagne's largest consumer base, shipments last year were down by a similar proportion, 8.2% or 127 million bottles. Champagne isn't alone. Other wine and spirits have been uh, have seen sales ease just a little bit as people kind of cut down on stockpiling their bars at home in favor of restaurants and bars that are now fully reopened. I will say that we do our best to support that industry at <laughs> in our place. I can Although imagine. experiencing dry January or father-in-law's in town, so it's more damp January right okay. now. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. All right, we're going to take a break right now. Brian's going to be back with traffic and your seven-day forecast. 
624. It is Tuesday morning and uh, we're looking at uh, some blowing snow as you can see across the highway, uh, generally right around the horseshoe at the moment. The snow is still coming down. Uh, here's the QEW east of Lake. No problems as far as the highway is concerned, though. Uh, getting slow south of two. This is coming off the Skyway Bridge going past North Shore Boulevard. Uh, flipping ahead to Brody Road, um, Lauren Park. There you can see the blowing snow that we're getting all the way through Mississauga, dipping into the 403 Eastgate Parkway. No problems with the roads right there, but yeah, be careful because the snow is continuing. We do have a collision coming down the Ancaster Hill on the 403. It's after the link as you head toward Aberdeen and getting really slow through there because of that. Let's get to our temperature right now. And of course, with these temperatures, the extreme cold weather alert uh, continues. So minus 11 right now in Hamilton, wind chill minus 17, minus 10 Mississauga Grimsby, a bit better for Toronto at minus 8. Seasonal temperatures, minus 10 for the overnight low, so we're just a bit below that. Uh, minus 2 for the daytime high, we got to minus 9 yesterday. That was it. Those are our sun times. The record overnight low, minus 30 uh, on this date. So we're, we're cold, but we're not quite that cold, thankfully. We will see some flurries this morning, some light snow actually, could get a couple of centimeters, but we should be around minus 12 for the first spell, minus 8 for after school, and we will start to see some sun. So that snow flurry activity will come to an end, then we'll see a mix of sun and cloud. Minus 8, windshield minus 18 today. Minus 17 tonight, windshield minus 29. Danger of frostbite, and of course tomorrow as well, as that windshield will be minus 20 with some sunshine. Temperature gets a bit better Thursday, minus 7, minus 8 for Friday. Saturday and the weekend, actually, we're looking at sunny conditions. Temperatures start to get better Sunday into Monday. That's your forecast. I'm at Tim. Okay, thanks, Brian. Well, if there are things out there looking Hello. down on us. Hi there. <laughs> a city in Kentucky is thinking outside the box when it comes to boosting their tourism. Actually, they're thinking outside the planet, to be honest. Lexington's Convention and Visitors Bureau has created an extraterrestrial's guide to their city. It includes images of local scenery and the molecular structures of water and bourbon. With the blessing of the US FAA, they beam the message to uh, Earth-sized planets that are 40 light years away. They also sent an audio recording of blues music from Kentucky and uh, quote saying, welcome to Lexington. We have horses and bourbon. Mm -hmm. Just don't eat us. <laughs> okay, they got good music down there. We know that. Yeah. Bourbon's pretty good too. Yep. Right? Um, are we We're playing done. Pink Floyd here, Laura? What do we got? You got nothing? <laughs> Is there anybody out there? <laughs> I can't hear it. What is it? Oh, Starman. Okay. Oh, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> 